Hey, Fuller, you know what time it is? I'm scared. It's Halloween time. It, so you know what that means. It's time for... I don't know. I, the a, show? A spooky episode. Oh, 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 okay. Dude, every year we do a Halloween episode, bro. You ready to do this Halloween episode? Uh, I'm a little worried, but let's go. But we're talking about Satan and his demons, so it's going to be a good one. Let's go. This is not the podcast for your everyday listener right now. No, it's not. We just got a... uh, uh, We might be rated PG now. It it might be like PG... No, we're probably Y7 now. (laughs) TV TV, TV Y7. Yeah, 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 probably. You You know, know, man, dude, you know what? Today, actually, uh, our boy Jagger, we had Jagger Jagger on the episode. He texted me this morning. He goes, hey, you guys doing a Halloween episode again this year? And we're like, like, yes, sir. Because so far, we have done not one, not two, but we've done three. This is Number fourth four. Halloween in a row where we have officially well, It would make sense for season episode. four, right? It makes, it, it makes sense. Cause yeah. We did one the first one, and then the second one, and the third one. I mean, people probably were expecting to hear that oh, when, oh, when the podcast right. started. That's yeah, probably what people were starting here. But it's the Halloween episode, it, bro, so we got to do something a little different. And and fun fact, right? I was just Wow, ta- wait, wait, wait. Fun fact at the beginning? Yeah, because that's a spooky one, right? Oh, oh. So I was telling you right before we actually hit the record button about uh, the music, the low tones and the Halloween music. Yeah, I never heard this before. So, so we're going to start you off with a fun fact today, people. So did you know, listeners, that Halloween music and Halloween horror flicks... Well, not Halloween, but just horror flicks in general. They use, in the music, they use low, low, low registered frequency tones that human ears cannot pick up, but it produces feelings of fear. I just read that in an article That's the other day. That's wild. I was like, what? I'm like, no wonder why it's like creepy. Yeah, it like causes fear and panic and anxiety. Well, if we cause you to have fear, panic, or anxiety in this episode, we really do apologize, Janiel, but we also don't apologize. Janine, we'll talk to you. So I'll tell you to go ahead and just skip ahead to the minute, you know, two. <laughs> yeah, but, so, but if you're new to the podcast, we have had a lot of different episodes, specifically around Halloween, and I brought them in here, but the easiest way to find them, which is, this is how I found them. It's I got, easy. I got so my podcast simple. voice already on, ladies and gentlemen. It's I went to realtalkchristianpodcast.com, bro. Yeah. I said that really fast. Realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Real. I hit the search icon. Search. Boop. I typed in the word Halloween. And all of our Halloween episodes just appeared just like that. Now, what's funny, though, is our search algorithm didn't just bring up the Halloween episodes, but it also brought up the one about, like, what happens after death. Ah. So our algorithm still triggered that one. So our algorithm is set up where if you just type in various things inside of the search engine, you literally, not just the search engine, but you can literally find an episode. I don't want to say about every topic, but we've we've, We've we've talked about a lot, my dude. This is episode 167. That's not including the bonuses. Yep, but so far we've had episode 14 with our good old friend, Pastor Brando. Brando Brando. with just different views on Halloween. Right. And I'm curious if our views have changed at all since, Mm. you know, years gone on or a kid's gotten older. I'm kind of curious if our views have changed. Mine hasn't. Mine mine hasn't either. (laughs) Hey, Brando, where are you at? He's still in the middle. So we'll just go ahead and move Um, So we did that for episode 14. Yep. That was way back in the day. Back in way back train. Back in my old, um, big old, like, like what, what would you call we, it? The family room, I we, guess. We had the grandeur table, the big table the with b- the big, big like the big like living room area, whatever. And, the, and we had no camera, and we had the little nope. tiny mixing board, and everything was like jacked up and way harder to put together. Yeah, you know, but it worked. It worked, it did. and y'all stuck with us. So thank you. 
Then the next year, we forgot about Halloween, so we decided Ooh. to do a bonus edition. Bonus. We did a bonus episode on extraterrestrials and Christianity. No, no, no. It was We didn't forget. Was that intentional? It was intentional, but Halloween was on like a weird oh, day. Right. And so we were like, well, let's drop it as a bonus episode on Halloween. Because we are very great at marketing. Yeah. That's really what it was. That's, yeah, but right. So we dropped it on Halloween. I'll, on Halloween. About extraterrestrials. Like, is there anything out there in the world? And if there is, which some people ask about, is Jesus' sacrifice for just us here on Ooh. Earth? Or is it for those if we find other things out there? Ooh. We talked about that a little bit. Then the most recent one, episode 115, we talked about horror films and haunted houses. That was last year. That was last year and why the heck people are so obsessed with them. It should yeah. be. Should we Go be? back and listen to those three episodes and then after this one, obviously. But this one's a little different, you know? This one's kind of a little bit more like not Halloween-y, but like it's a general everyday kind of conversation yeah. that can be had. But it, it's, a, it's a fitting episode to have. During the Halloween season. Because, you know, people dress up as Satan or demons or, you know, Satan? or stuff get, like this. Get what? behind me, Satan. Oh, wait, no. What's, I don't know. I'm what, th- I'm I mean, of, I know the quote, Jeff, but. I'm thinking Jeff Dunham. Be gone, Satan. Hello, Shamu. Oh, <laughs> was that from. Um, Jeff Dunham. Yeah. Walter. What puppet? Was that Walter? Walter. And he was talking about his wife. He's like, yeah, I don't go home. My house is haunted. <laughs> He's like, your house is haunted. Yeah, there's an old lady going, yeah, I want this, I want that. He goes, Walter, that's your wife. And I, and I say, be gone, Satan. Hello, Shamu. <laughs> Hello, Shamu. Which Jeff, Jeff Dunham is hilarious, but probably not. He's not um, kid appropriate. It's not clean. It's Ahmed definitely. the Dead Terrorist is really funny. Ahmed, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist is really funny. And then what's his like, little character that he always is? Like, is it the purple guy? Peanut? Is it, yeah, Peanut. Peanut. Yeah, he's a bit of a yeah. creep, but it's I. He's hilarious. I haven't seen Jeff Dunham in years, though. He was huge back in like high school. Yeah. High school, college. Yeah. Well, it'll be for you. Well, college. it was like the first time I saw him, he was doing the Jingle Bombs. His rendition of Ahmed was doing his rendition mm-hmm. of Jingle Bells, and it was Jingle Bombs. That one was funny. Yep. That was, that I remember was the first Jingle time I seen Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. But, you know, but with with today's conversation, you know, Halloween, there's a lot of the the mysticism and the scary and the spooky, and some people think all of Halloween is demonic. Some people think, oh, it's just fun. But generally, the conversation about around demon activity and Satan t- tends to come up. Yes. And originally, when I was thinking about how should we name this episode, I was like, ooh, Tom Hanks, Angels and Demons, because I actually love the Da Vinci Code. The, the, See, Angels and Demons is a little that's is a kinda, little harder, but I love the Da Vinci Code. With I was Tom ca- Hanks. so originally I had put this in our in our podcast topic ideas, uh-huh. like demonology, yep, and angelology. I put them yep. both in there, and I was thinking, man, we could do like a two part Angels and Demons, like and then like tech, and then like part one and part two, but. and then make our cover art with Kronk with the angel on one side and the devil on oh. the other, and he's having that little conversation with himself. Disney would probably have the heyday with us. Then. They they sure would, but that means they also haven't listened to the other episodes. <laughs> Disney. Hi, Disney. <laughs> Dude, okay, so before we jump into the other part, fun parts of our conversation, sure. I got a text from my brother-in-law, Joe. We love you, Joe. You've Joe. been getting a lot of shout-outs lately, buddy. You need to start paying us for these royalty fees. <laughs> but um, anywho, um, he texted me the other day. He goes, Dude, have you heard this before? And it's, uh, I forget, well, the, Jonathan... Jonathan Young, is that his name? I don't know. I started listening to this John, dude like, yeah, like three years ago with his covers. He would do the greatest showman covers. Right. But lately, he's like regenerated a lot of his Disney covers and like that like that metal rock vibe. Right. Yep. He's like, dude, this stuff's amazing. So um, Joe sent me on a death metal Disney and Disney villain. An- Anthony Vincent. Whole you, rabbit you hole. You ever watched Anthony Vincent? Mm-mm. He's another one of those guys who does a lot of, of cover stuff and he's death metal and he's incredible. He, again, is not very PG. He's got some language, but I watch him on Facebook. Wrong YouTube. I watch him on Facebook, and he's just, a, he's a phenomenal singer. Wait, so phenomenal. what is he called again? Anthony Vincent. 
Anthony. Vincent. Vincent. Boop. Yeah, he's he's got some. <gasps> yes. Oh, Anthony 10 Vincent. second song. Yes, Anthony Vincent, he man. He used to do like 10 different voices him, for the one song. He was phenomenal. Him he is and, so uh, good. Romy used to go back and forth doing like little 10 second yep. battles and stuff. No, dude, Anthony Vincent. I used yes. to watch him on he like, is oh, OG, OG yeah, Facebook right, back in the day. Right. But yeah, so I've been listening to a lot of death metal covers by Dis- for for Disney folks. Let's so. get down to business. Coffee shot. We sang, yeah. and it was a Disney song. But you know what? That what? that was a great metal cover. It was a great metal cover. You did, and you did so good doing that voice. No, I didn't. I hear Anyways. a lot of guys who do those voices, and I'm like, how? You guys are just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Those guys have powerful ranges. Powerful ranges. It's true. I really uh, admire the death metal vocals. Because mm-hmm. of their range, I can't understand half the words they're saying most of the time. But I, you know, did you know think. our good friend Pastor Brando was a like a death did metal screamo just, guy? One of his friends. Did you see the one he, the video he just got tagged in? Uh huh. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we would have been friends I, back in the I day don't too. Think the, I don't think the church saw that video before we hired you, though, boss. <laughs> but the funny thing is, right, is I showed Janine. She's like, ah, oh, so stupid. And I'm like, like that's the crowd I used to hang out in. Like, but that dude, was it. back in the day, like, okay, remember? Because you used to do the underground oh, here locally, always, right? Like, yeah. but Tooth Coffee and shop. Nail, yes. Tooth and Nail Records, records yep. was absolutely that the best. Was, Amber yeah. Lynn, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, there's Thousand Foot Crutch. Disciple yep. was well, a little I bit. Thought, but yeah. I, was, I, I did more, more like the Hawk Nelson right. side. I did the right. Hawk Nelson side. Right. You did Thousand like the crutch, August Burns Red, right? Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Who who else were the other like uh, the, Under Oath back then was Tooth and Nail? Under, yeah, Under Oath, and then uh, uh, becoming the Archetype was Under uh, Tooth and Nail as well. And Soche loves oh, becoming the Archetype, man. Which are they dropping like a new CD or just dropped a new CD or you something? You know what? I haven't followed. You're so out of years, it. We listen man. to Disney now, guys, because we're dads. I, I listen to RC <laughs> Sproul. That's like my jam um, now. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of country lately. Well, um, a lot of country. That's, that's why I made that joke about Heads Carolina, Tails California. Your wife's got a lot of influence on you. She does. But I will <laughs> that's say that's not a bad thing. But so, so we listen to the radio a lot now on the way to school because sure. I learned that when I just let the radio play, one of two things happens. One, the kids just like stop talking and listen to the music or the, like the, the, the DJs or whatever. They listen to those guys. And then two... I don't get song requests anymore. And that is so nice. And I'd be like, hey, Dad, can you play this next? Can you play this? Can you play this? I'm like, nope, radio. I can't. I got no control, See, guys. I'm sorry. That's no why control. I'm like the, hey, it's the shuffle, okay? We're doing Disney shuffle today. <laughs> it's the shuffle. <laughs> but so, but shot. with but with the radio, I, you know, it, I, I put on, you know, WFRNR Pulse a lot of time sure. for the morning show, but they're just talking or ads or whatever. Yeah. Normally, when you put on country music, the lyrics are actually a lot more wholesome than I ever thought. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock. Oh, sorry. That was... I uh, feel like I should know that. Oh, one. who was that? Uh, oh, they're a brother and sister. They were a brother and sister duo singing. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I got no clue. For another day. I just know when Honky Donk Badonka Donk comes on, I got to skip that. Honky Donk Badonka Donk. We just got canceled. We just <laughs> thanks Trace Atkins, but anyway, but I've been listening to a lot. I don't know how we even got talking about music, Joe. We're gonna blame Joe. Joe. We're gonna blame Joe. It all comes back to you, but buddy. dude. So we went up and visited them in Kalamazoo the other day, right? Yeah. So I got yep. to go and with Joe to my, oh dude, they got a coffee shop in Kalamazoo, that water waterfront coffee where I got yep. that Bali right. Blue Mountain. Yep. I got a Mexican roast there, bro. It Top ain't notch. as good as Fuller's. No? No, I still think the Mexican high rose you did. I think that was also like my taste to craft that, coffee. That, that was my uh, intro. That was You the, know what I mean? I, I pulled the scales from your eyes. So it's like that. Uh, 
you ever how the past is always like we 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 what's the word I'm looking for? We don't we demonize the future, but we like glorify the past. Like yes, like we watch movies. And we're like, yes. dude, this movie's dope. And I'm like that really wasn't that funny. It wasn't as good as this movie back in the day. Right, right, right. right. Like my big Live fat Greek wedding. Love oh, my big fat awesome. Greek wedding. But I watched it again, like literally, like a, like. This past week with Beth, you know, I'm like, it's a lot funnier for some reason in my head than what it actually is, but, but it's still really funny. But sometimes when like we're going through this podcast stuff, we start talking about Greek and stuff, I feel like the dad all the time. Like, okay, so the root word of this is, and it comes from the good word of Greek, Somebody which is Greek, the and the Greek word, so there you go, okay? And there okay. you go. Everything goes back to Greece. That was a really bad accent. I apologize. Every, every, it goes back to Greek. Greek. Which so put some Windex so, on it. Which today I, we should just say it's time of recording. Today is the day that Queen Elizabeth just passed away. No, um, I thought it was yesterday. No, bro, I watched the whole thing. Nah, pretty. Oh sure no, no, it she was died yesterday. yesterday. Boom. But King, King Charles. King no, no, Charles King Charles came into London today. He yes. shut up in London. So I was yes. watching all those different things, remembering because yeah, she died yesterday, like two o'clock. Right. Uh, so yeah, so they're doing a lot of remembering because stuff this morning. Prince William or the the Duke of Sussex or Sussex, how are you saying? Sussex uh, did not make it in time. Before his grandmother passed, which is really which sad. is very sad. Um, but so she, so you know she she just passed away. Which I just posted on our stories of her actually explaining the gospel of Jesus better than most pastors can. It was absolutely awesome. So the cool thing was right, and all of our listeners who are out there outside of America, we're sorry if we butchered this br- stuff. The reason why I brought it up just before I forget is the fact of like I I I said what a reporter said in my British accent and she's like you sound like our three year olds right now like <laughs> Beth was like don't even do that again <laughs> it was really bad I suck at accents continue right. but anyways continue. so her reign was 70 years which was the longest I think it was longer than 70 right was 72 it? or something I thought it's the they, longest one we watched yeah. the longest monarch I thought it was she had just celebrated the 70th back in February 70th year of her reign wasn't she 27 when she took the throne I think she was 27 I'm gonna go with it Fun facts with Fuller. Was I right? Maybe. Uh, so she, yeah, she took the throne in February of 1952. Yep. So and then years. she was crowned in I think June, if I remember. Boom. I think the actual coronation was in June. It's coronation Boom. day. Um, you know those memes are going to be flying yeah, for this next do. one. It's I, coronation day. Oh, except for the best part is they're going to put King Charles's face on, on Anna's, Anna's body. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. So what you're saying? So she's had the longest reign. So I think that was cool that we lived in a time when we saw a British. Monarch uh-huh. had the longest reign in all of British history. I think it's awesome. Yep, and now we get to see a coronation. What? It is awesome. Say what? I mean, it's not Anyways. awesome that someone died. That kind of, yeah. you know, whatever. That's kind of not so good. But Sorry. it is cool just to hear, you know, the fact so the, of, like, the, chief. Like, I mean, you know, obviously history will tell, and we'll, the, we'll see what's going on because we all have seen before Jesus. But the big question the is The fact that who's she doing knew the, the gospel, you know what I mean? The big question, who's doing the funeral? Oh, you're truly boss. I can marry you and I can bury you. How much do you want to bet it's the Pope? No, she's Church of England, bro. Is she? It, yeah, 100%. No, they're oh, okay. Anglican, dude. They're all still right, Anglican. All right, all right. The Pope right. wouldn't get near that with the 10-foot pole. <laughs> He's just sitting in the back. Joe, Sorry. you're, you're going to be the guy that uh, does it. It's going to be tough. It all comes back to Joe. Actually, so speaking of England, man, we're just going to banter the snot out of this thing. Have you seen the new uh, Lord of the Rings yet, Amazon Prime? I, I have, have not, not yet. I have not. I'm very scared because I keep seeing all the posts from people that are Lord of the Rings fans and Lord of the Rings pages, and I'm so like, I'm very I, worried. I have a buddy of mine who is like diehard. I have like a really funky hair because my hair is really long. Um, I have a buddy who's a diehard Lord of the Rings fan, right? Like, when I went to college with him, diehard. 
He was like, it is everything I wanted and more. He said he loved it. Okay. But you have to get past, because everyone right now, it's more the fact of the like. The wokeness. But, but it's, well, it's more the, the fact of, of like in Lord of the Rings, like, oh, they're all supposed to be white. And they're like, well, why are the actors that got to be white? Like, why are we fighting this? Aren't we past this? Which I agree with. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm not opposed to it. But I'm just saying, just it, let the best actors be. Heck you know? yeah! Like let we don't have to them. make special characters just for. I mean, you know what I mean. That's where I'm at. I agree. Right? I 100 percent agree. And that's and that's that's what I saw. Just so, like so, I haven't seen it yet. My, I'm excited to see it. But I just I I baptized Beth in the Star Wars, so I have to give her a little bit of time to recover from the nerdness. And then in the name of Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, <laughs> and Leia, <laughs> and R2 D2. <laughs> yeah, that's and R2. We, we you've been blessed. <laughs> Cheers. But continue. And the Millennium Falcon to you. <laughs> X-Wings were my favorite, man. Back when yeah. I was a kid, the X-Wing fighter that See, Luke used to fly. I, 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 oh, I like that. But I was obsessed, I was with, the obsessed with the Y-Wings, man. Because they had the bombs in them, man. The bomb, the, the Y-Wings. Bombers? Like the, bomb, like yeah, the, the bombers? The Y-Wings. They had two, and it comes in, and then one. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Y-Wing yeah, is what yeah. it's called. Okay. No, I like yeah, the X-Wings. George Lucas, you were really inventive with those words, weren't you? This looks like an X. We'll call it an X-Wing. This one looks like a y, the letter Y. Even though Kylo Ren's Kylo Ren's was pretty dope. His, 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 uh, what's the word? TIE fighter? Uh, no, the, well, no, just his ship. His ship. His ready his to shuttle. ship. His shuttle. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> Wow. Dan Tiger's Neighborhood, baby, sponsored by Kylo Ren. But fun fact, <laughs> Kylo Ren grew up in the town that we're in right now, Mishawaka. That's true. Actually, my brother-in-law went to high school with him. I did not know that. Yeah. That's really cool. He said he was kind of dorkish back well, in you high you got to be, though, to be like... But then he went to the, to the Army and became... became or, no, he's Marine Kylo Corps, Ren. I think. He was Marine. I don't know, but I I like that dude a lot. I do. He's a phenomenal actor. But you know, back to back to England. You know, so so Queen Elizabeth, like we got to see that happen. We're gonna see some. We're gonna we're gonna be a part of so history, man. We've lived through the death of Princess Diana. Yep, I was a little kid. I remember it though. My mom, uh, oh, my, uh, my mom cried like a baby. So so it's crazy now. I really need to go over to my parents' house. The pictures of my mom in the nineties. She looks exactly. People used to say she looks exactly like Princess Diana did wow. back in the nineties. It was like scary how closely they doppelganger. Looked. Yeah, big time. That's sir. wild. Big time. Dude, yeah. she, she'd be like, uh, she would. Uh, what? What? She, she would not have been queen. The, it's queen consulate. She would have been queen consulate. Right. Yep. But so, anyways, so, anyways, so, but it's so been Princess cool. Diana. It's been cool. We've we've we've, we've seen. Princess, the, I mean, not cool, but we've seen we, Kate Middleton. We've seen, we've seen Kate Middleton. We've seen Meghan, uh, Meghan Markle. Markle. An, I mean, an American come on. Operation the Suits. Seven, operation Seventeen Seventy Six. Speaking of which, I have been binge watching Suits. Have like you no again tomorrow. been watching? I just, I, I'm on season four, and I just started like three weeks ago. Uh, it's like I'm my binging go-to. Scorpion right now again. Oh yeah, I'm watching. Nice. I, I, I'm I'm not looking forward to the end because they end on a cliffhanger and then they cancel the you show. You know, we probably should just do but. a separate podcast and just talk TV. No spoiler reviews. <laughs> Actually, that's a blog I'll be making here hopefully soon. Nice. So not me. No, 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 no. I like I, you're I, I, doing the website stuff for. Him. Yeah, they're one of my. All clients. right. Well, what did you say? We skipped party cues because of how far along and the banter we've gone. I think that's fair. We did have some fun questions about what things. We'll save those for next week. What to do next time? Yep. Yeah. So the coffee we're drinking this week. Oh is, shoot! Someone is, uh, wants us to banter about. Oh wow. What. You can't That's be reading them scary. before the show. Brianna's trying to start a fight. Why? What she's wanting us to banter about? The loan forgiveness program. <laughs> a loan forgiveness program. Yeah, okay. The, well, the 10K. That's going to be. Yeah, I know. If I would have known it was for sure coming, I would have taken out 10K and just like paid myself and then have them forgiven. But whatever. Uh, yeah, we're going to move along. So, You're trying to start a war. Why? No, no, no. Just Brianna. Are, are, are you like, for man. it? Are you for it? No. 
Yeah, I'm not for it either. I think you take the loan out, you should pay the loan, but whatever. Because there's no things loan forgiveness. It's just loan, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, loan transference. Yeah, because someone else is going to pay for it. Yep, we're going to pay for it. Yes, sir. Taxes. Wait, why do I have five? I don't like taxes. Taxes. Only th- two things are promised in life, death and taxes. Death and taxes. And reviews. So, and reviews. We haven't missed reviews so, in a long ahead. time. By the way, next week's review, come back for it. It's phenomenal. I haven't looked at what it is yet. I'll just tell you the title. Okay. Okay. What's next, the title? Next week's title of review is Hot Garbage. It's phenomenal. It's hilarious. Hot garbage? It's hilarious, dude. But the title I'm of it nervous. is called Hot Garbage. Joe, did you leave that review? I don't know who left it, but thank you because it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, because right now we have 131 reviews and yep, we ain't yep. slowing down. All so right. you read the review, my guy. All right. So this one is one of the best podcasts around by Keely S5, mm. June 16, 2022. So it says, y'all, I cannot say enough. Yeah, she's probably good things. South. Are you sure it's a she? Oh, dang it. Probably. Keely, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go Keely's a chick. I'm going to go with it. What, isn't Keely like one of them two dudes that are like the comedians on TV? The Key and Peel? Oh, man. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> All right. Y'all, Key and y'all, I cannot say enough good things about this podcast. Chris and Mark with a C are both genuinely good people and podcasters. Mm. I feel like they speak nothing but the truth and their true opinions, even if they disagree on the topic. Mm. Yeah, we do. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's extremely refreshing and has helped my faith quite a bit. By the way, yes, I'm from Texas, y'all. Let's go. Keep up the awesome work. I love uh, it. So if you leave us a review, hit us up, and we will do our best to get a mini swag bag you, in the mail. You can't just leave us the review, though. You got to send us your address. And you got to hook the brothers up. And there's been a lot of people that are like, they'll like write in with like a text or something, and they don't say who they are. It's just like, yo, I want- Introduce yourself. I, I did a, a review. Can I get a swag bag? I'm like, yeah, who, are, who you? are you? <laughs> I can't send anything if I don't know who you are. So, yeah. Anyways. Oh, I, I, I stopped talking because I'm like, oh, coffee burp. Okay, right. go for it, But sir. anywho, so, so should we just jump in the conversation now that we're already, you know, you can say it. Oh, we're about to cross 22 minutes. Whoa. Two, one, 22. 22. All, all right, right, let's dive so in. Here's today's episode flow, in case anybody's got to know, all right? Let's go so with the flow. we had to first answer the question, because we're talking about Satan and his demons, right? Sure. We first have to answer the question of is, who is Satan? Satine. Satine. <laughs> uh, who is Satan? Um, oh, Satine. Yeah, what are... Ralph, bro. What? Wreck-It Ralph. Rick and Ralph in the little oh, AA meeting oh, or the, yes. the, uh, the AA meeting that they got going on. He's like, thanks, Satan. It's actually, it's Satine. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My, my, my bad, boss. Um, but so we have to first answer the question, just who is Satan? Then we have to ask the question, okay, so then what are demons? The big question that a lot of people ask is, how do Satan and his demons work today? And how much power do they actually have that's a big question and then i actually have i actually changed did you see i changed them into numerical bullet points we have 11 random questions to talk about at the end of the show 11 random questions people ask about this topic a lot so let's dive into it mark all right so here's what i'm thinking i'm gonna sit back and enjoy i'm thinking that we just need to kind of burn not well we're gonna burn through it because we're gonna burn it down we're gonna gonna hellfire brimstone this mug because you know um this reminds me of a song i once learned in 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 bible camp Revelations, Revelations, 21-8, 21-8, liars go to hell, liars go to hell, what? burn, 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 <laughs> yeah, that was a- That ain't that VBS a, acceptable, boss. It was a Bible camp. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, 
Michiana Christian camp, bro. All right. Well, let's just go ahead and jump in then. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to go through who is Satan, what are demons, and what kind of power they have. We're going to look at just what the Bible says, not give a whole lot of commentary what about it. What does the Bible say? Ding, 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 ding. Because here's the deal. We can say whatever we want about Satan and demons, but we need to see exactly what does Scripture say about right. both of these topics. And we'll give a little bit of some opinions, but then the real opinions come at the end of the show. Ready? Because we don't have opinions about what the Bible says, just what the Bible said. So yeah, let's go. So who is Satan? I got this quote from gotquestions.org. Before we even, I said we're going to just go from the Bible, but we're also going to go from gotquestions.org, I guess. So Well, they lay out all the scriptures. So yeah, it's really good scary. job. So from gotquestions.org, when they were asked this question, here's the quote that they said, all right? It says, people's belief concerning Satan range from silly to the abstract. From the little red guy with a horn who sits over your shoulder urging you to sin to an expression used to describe the personification of evil, the Bible, however, gives us a clear portrait of who Satan is and how he affects our lives. To put simply, the Bible defines Satan as an angelic being who fell from his, his position in heaven due to sin and is now completely opposed to God, doing all in his power to thwart God's purposes. So that's kind of like who Satan is in a nutshell. So when you start looking into the what the Bible says and what the scripture says about Satan, it first says that God created Satan, right? Right. So God created Satan, though, not as Satan, but as a holy angel. And many believe that his pre-fall name was Lucifer, based off of the passage in Isaiah 14. Now, I do have to say, a lot of passages that where we hear about Satan in the beginning of Satan come from the prophetic books of like Ezekiel and Isaiah or Revelation. There's some of it comes from the Apocrypha too. Some of the the common beliefs that we have, the traditional beliefs. Yeah, and we we'll have. bring those up later. Right. I know you're ready to rock with those ones. Um, but you know, when you see the word Lucifer in Isaiah 14, that's actually referring to potentially like the I think is either the king of Babylon or the king that's going against Babylon. I don't remember exactly what it is, but the based off the way uh, Isaiah 14 works. People read it as okay. So is that talking about this king, but also the king that's behind the the, mm. the person behind the king? So was Lucifer his real name? Um, a lot of people. There's actually not as much agreement on was he actually Lucifer or not. Mm. But based on off all the years, a lot of people just know okay, Lucifer is more Satan's personal name because his name's not Satan. He wasn't. He created. Yeah, well, you're Michael. You're Gabriel, and you're Satan. What? What? Because Satan means adversary. What what does Lucifer mean though? Uh, angel of I think it was it's an angel, angel of light. light is I think, what it is I think what it's that, supposed to that's mean. why people attribute that scripture. I because I remember vaguely hearing these arguments before, but I think that that's why most people hold to, or most scholars, not all scholars, but most scholars hold to that Lucifer is Satan's actual name because he was the angel of light. He was the the, the beautiful angel that God created. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it continues on that in Ezekiel 28, it describes Satan as being a cherub, which is the highest created angel. Right. So not only was Satan just some like little fuddy-duddy chilling in the back room going, oh, I hate this, kicking rocks like in the back of the classroom, making spit wads. Like, no, homeboy was like, one of top. He dogs. was the angel of angels. Like some people believe that he, like, like Gabriel, Michael, and Lucifer were all kind of like um, equals. The the, the 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 like you had the Trinity, and then you got like the the trifecta angels, almost like a like a tick for tack, three for three type situation there. But we do know for a fact that Satan was not always just Satan. He was created by God to be an angel to worship God. But then we also see that Satan fell because of his pride, probably after the seven days of creation, because mm. the Bible says that God created everything and behold, it was very good. He declared everything good. And we actually don't know how long it was after God created mankind versus when the fall actually happened. We don't know what that time period and time frame was. 
Right. Like it could be a long time, could be sure. a short time. Like it's it was a whole it was a perfect we, world. We, you know, we speculate, but we don't actually know. We, we don't actually know. But um, we do know though in Isaiah fourteen again, Ezekiel twenty eight, and First Timothy three six. And I'm going to read First Timothy three six um, when it talks about qualifications for being an elder, uh, which, which we talked about quite a bit recently, a Cu- couple weeks ago. Yep. Uh, this is what it says. He speaking of the person who you know is wanting to be an elder must not be a recent convert, or he may be puffed up with conceit and fall into the condemnation of the devil. In other words, when pride comes up, you fall into the condemnation of the devil. And the other pastors talk about the fact that he puffed up his pride and that's what led to his downfall of, I'm just like God. I can be just like God. I can rule just like God. Well, you notice it. It doesn't say condemnation um, from the devil. It says of the devil, which it can, the way they translate it, it makes me believe that it's just like, oh, you're going to just share in the same condemnation as exactly. The devil. You're going sh- to uh, you're, you're going to part like like partake of the heavenly gift. You're right. going to partake of the devil because that's what pride exactly is. Right. And so we know that God created Satan, but Satan's pride is what led to his downfall. And um, Satan, uh, we were about that. And Satan goes against everything about God. Everything about God. So in John 8, 44, when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, he calls Satan the father of lies because he's, he looks at the Pharisees and he's like, you're just like your father. And it ain't, it ain't God. It's the it's Satan. It's the father of lies. Be on, Satan. Um, we also see that Satan is the accuser, which we see in Revelation 12, 10. And then basically, like, I mean, in, in Job, you see him going various like, places in various of places yep. of, of Job right. with that. You also see in Ephesians 2, the apostle Paul says, Satan is the prince of the power of the air. In 2 Corinthians 4, Satan is called the god of this age. And in 1 Peter 5, 8, it says that Satan prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking who he can devour. And so when we read about Satan with just these little pieces, we don't get a whole lot of the true backstory of Satan, except for what we see in Revelation 12, um, which we're going to talk about here in just a little bit, referring to the demons, where he's like the, they, they call him the great serpent of old. And he, and like the, they, he was... Uh, characterized as a dragon right. in revelation and it said that like he was waiting at the at the feet of the money at uh, the feet of the mother to devour the baby before it came out but when the baby came out you know knocked the devil upside his head cast from hell right. or cast out of heaven and then you know revelation right. continues on yep. Yep. so we see from the bible so far not a whole lot about Satan. We see who he, like what he stands for. Sure. We see that he goes against Christianity and goes against Christians. It goes against God in every way, shape, or form imaginable. But whenever we see things about Satan, except for First Timothy three six, it all comes from Isaiah prophecy. It comes from Ezekiel, which is like apocryphal, uh, apocryphal. Um, it, it's Apoc- uh, it's uh, apocalyptic, um, apocalyptic style. It, it's apocalyptic prophecy. style, but it's prophecy that was. Not only, yeah, meant for it's, it's then, meant for right it, then, but also it was a uh, here is a uh, uh, already not yet type yes, of yes, type of exactly. fulfillment Thank with you. that, right. right? So, so when we see about Satan, we don't know a whole lot about his creation. We don't know a whole lot about how it actually went down, except for the fact of pride is what led to his fall, and he goes against God in every single way, right? Like we know that for a fact. Uh, we keep reading though, because then the question goes: Okay, so how do the demons come into play? So why is Satan like the master? Is he like the master demon? Is he just like the big bad boss? Like, how do they actually work together? And so we know though that demons are fallen angels that were either you know people say, oh they they left heaven with Satan, now they was cast out. So we the so the yep. demons are the other angels 
alongside Satan who were also cast out of heaven. Right. And we don't hear much about the fallen angels, which we now call demons, besides in the book of prophecy and again in Revelation. So in Revelation 12, 1, uh, I, I, I did that really weird. I think it's supposed to be like 1 through 9 is what it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, Revelation 1 through 9, it says this. A great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in labor and agony as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. There was a fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven crowns. Could you imagine seeing that sight? Yeah. Um, it'd be wild. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them to the earth. And the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that when she did give birth, it might devour her child. She gave birth to a son, a male who's going to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God to be nourished there for 1,260 days. Then the war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and his angels also fought, but he could not prevail. And there was no place in heaven for them any longer. So the great dragon was thrown out, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the one who deceives the whole world. He was thrown to the earth and his angels with him. So when you see this is, you know, again, revelations, the passage what's going on there. You know, we believe the fact of the, because of the way the text says she gave birth to a son and then he was caught up to heaven and sits on his throne. That's referred to Jesus. Right. And so a lot of people believe that the birth of the son or maybe at the crucifixion, either way, Satan tried to destroy the son. Which we know, I mean, yeah. he, he tried to use Herod through it, right? He 100%. tried to deceive Herod. And we see that in, in Genesis three fifteen, where it's, I'm going to put enmity between your yeah. seed and thy seed. And a woman's seed, right. And, you know, he will uh, bruise, oh, he will crush your head, but he will bruise his heel. Right. And I know I kind of botched that, that the proto-evangelum is what it's called. But right there, we see the fact of just who Satan was. And we believe that he took a third of the heavenly host with him right. out of that passage because his tail swept a third of the stars out of heaven. And there was a great war that happened. He was cast down into earth now if we start looking at that passage a lot we go okay so how does that work with right now so here's you the know? question right okay so we know that god lives outside of time this is speculation by the way okay just fun fun th thought to have okay so god creates time so god lives outside of time yep, right yep, yep i'm with you on that one yep do the angels and pre-fallen angels angels live outside of time in, in the same space as god or do they live inside of time speculation you can't answer it right we can have we can speculate but the reason why i have that is okay so rather than trying to pinpoint when satan fall did he like <laughs> did it all seem like a day more two days or whatever like and all so this transpired? And, and i was actually I teaching know. through revelation in our student ministry and i actually stopped at this passage like after I, I couldn't go any farther because right. all of a sudden we're talking to the letters of the church and then we start talking about this you know like the signs of the time and all of a sudden this happens and then the signs of the book. So I'm like, wait, we led up to all of history to the end of time and all of a sudden we just jumped back. Right. And now we're jumping way into the future again. Like, right. yo, what is actually happening right, right here in exactly. Revelation? So this is actually where I stopped teaching because we know for a fact, and I shouldn't say well, for a fact, but what you understand from the text is the fact of there was a war. Satan was lost the war by the Archangel Michael. Um, the Satan who was the devil and oh, who was the dragon in this attempted to kill the son that the woman gave birth to. So we know for from just this text, the fact of Satan was trying to destroy right. the promised child. And, you know, is this all just poetic um, 
um, wow, apocalyptic, poetic, apocalyptic literature where it's just a description, not really giving an exact timeline, but just a description of everything that transpired at once. Or is it actually, you know, some say that um, basically Revelation, I think it was 2 through 12 or 2 through 14 mm-hmm. is all descriptive of the past and or maybe it's maybe it's one through 12 is as for the past um 13 14 are for the present and then 15 on or the future is how some people break it. i mean and it's hard to parse all, it it's hard to parse it yeah there's so many different um theories out there on how people would split up revelation and what it was actually yeah but the reason why i bring this up and i'll make sure i streamline all my thoughts too the fact of, yeah sorry i didn't mean is the fact of demons are angels that fell with satan so we right. believe because it said i'll um, link it back to it um, its tail swept away a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them to the earth and then it continues um at the very end who was thrown down to earth and his angels with, with him. him right so that's kind of like the big patches that we have, the fact that right. Satan took other angels with him. We do see in Jude, though, which Jude is a very controversial book anyways, because there's hey, like Jude. there's a quote in there about Sirach. Uh, there's a quote in there. Yeah, uh, that they believe that comes from, yeah, the apocryphal books. Um, that talks about, which I don't think I brought this patches with me, talks about that um, Michael and Satan had a confrontation about... You know, Moses' body. body being yep. buried or Correct. should it not be because but he that, owns the earth. Yeah, that was So there's in, some weird crap inside right. of Jude. That was in Well, was that in Jude or was that in Sirach? He, I think that was Sirach, and Jude was referring back to it. In yeah, one he was of, referring right, back to right, it, yeah. And to Sirach and, like, the first book of Enoch and stuff. So if you want to read a fascinating book, read that one. But the, the patches I brought from Jude is from uh, a Jude 6. And actually, you know what? Um, I didn't bring that test in. I just brought a, eight, a little study. So Jude 6 mentions angels who sent and are currently and eternally bound in chains. Mm-hmm. That's what Jude 6 mm-hmm. talks about. And But I brought my study Bible notes with me, the CSB study Bible, yeah. where it talks about James uh, Jude 5 through 7. And these are what the notes say. It says, Jude pointed out that the false teachers deserve divine judgment and would receive it in the future. He wanted to remind his readers that God acted decisively in the past against those who opposed him. He mentioned three examples of God's judgment. The judgment of unbelieving Israel in the wilderness after being delivered from Egypt. The angels who fell, which references 2 Peter 2 and then 1 Enoch. Um, There we go. So Enoch. And then the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah for sexual immorality. The false teacher's sins were like those mentioned in verse 5 through 7. They pursued empty dreams and arrogantly um, committed sexual immorality, rebelled against authority, and blasphemed glorious ones. The later terms refers, oh, the later term frequently refers to angels. Real real fast. Uh Uh-huh. I was wrong. Uh Verse nine of Jude does mention that the devil and Michael are arguing and arguing about Moses' body. Right, and so there's some weird stuff in that we don't fully know Ciroc, what to but, do. Right. But but we just see for for a fact. Well, we just got to say what what are the facts of the matter? Is the fact of there are currently angels that are bound in hell or bound in chains for all of eternity. Like they were cast directly into there and then they were bound in chains. So when we see about who these fallen angels are, who these actual demons are, that's kind of it. Right. But, however, when we get into the New Testament, demons are referred to certain things in different terminologies throughout Scripture. Like in Matthew 10, 1, they're called evil spirits. Sure. In Mark 1, they're called unclean spirits. First Kings 22, they're called lying spirits. And in Revelation 12, 9, they're just referred to as angels, angels of, Satan. of Satan. And during Jesus' earthly ministry, he actually encountered many demons and showed his power over them. 
So, for example, in Matthew 8, 16, it says this. That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed those who were sick. Luke eleven fourteen, And he was casting out a demon, and it was mute. When the demon was gone, the mute man spoke, and the crowds were amazed. Mark 134, and he healed many who were ill with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he was not permitted the demons to speak because they knew who he was. Luke 441, demons were coming out of many shouting, you are the son of God. But rebuking them, Jesus would have not allowed them to speak because they knew him to be the Christ. Matthew 8, 32, he said to them, go. And they came out and went into the swine and the whole herd rushed down into the steep bank, into the sea and perished in the waters. And there's even that other one where like disciples walked up and they're like, um, Jesus, we know the apostles, we know, but like these, like, I don't remember who they were, like the sons of the, I don't remember who they were. Yeah, I forget. They, they were, were just some characters that right. in the Bible. They were trying to cast out demons. They're like, we know Jesus. We know the apostles, but, bro, we don't know you. And right. then they beat the living tar out of them. Right. We see them referring to Jesus and interacting with Jesus. In fact, they even begged and pleaded when they're talking about the swine here in, in Matthew 8, where the, they, they said, were, don't destroy don't us. Don't destroy us. Swine. Yeah. So when you in, see these interactions with Jesus, the only thing you can kind of attest to the fact of they knew Jesus from the beginning. Right. They knew what was going to happen. They knew all these different things and, and how it, it just seems like there's too many coincidences to be like, oh, no, these unclean spirits, they were just nobodies. Like, no, these were actual unclean spirits who knew who Jesus was, mm-hmm. who were not prepared for him to show up, let's right. be honest, who were not prepared to show up. And then they knew that Jesus had full control over them. Right. So you don't see a lot about how demons were created or how they fell or why they fell. You just see the fact that there were demons they were called all these different things. Jesus interacted with them. And the, they were, the disciples interacted with them, and they were cast out. Well, they were obedient to Christ. He, even in their fallen state, they had to be obedient to Christ. 100%. And so what we see about who is Satan and then what are the demons, that's that's kind of it when we right. look at just who they actually are. Right. Then the next question is, is how does Satan and his demons work today, and how much power do they actually have? Now, before I read all these scripture passages, were there any any, any other words you want to speak or should we just keep no, on cruising? Bro, bro, you're doing a good job. Oh, I'm loving this. Man, I feel like I'm just like... I'm, um, a, I'm in it for the ride. reason, bro. I feel like I'm giving you a ride. I, I, the, the nice thing about our podcast, buddy, is normally we can go back and forth. I could take sips of water, sips of coffee in, in yeah, between, but, when you do but a I'm te- just talking, you're doing, bro. You're doing the teaching thing right now, and I'm loving it. I'm here for it, bro. And I forgot my water upstairs, so I'm kind of <sighs> stuck. So we're, 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 we got to finish this. I got to get me some water. But so how does Satan work? How do his demon works today and how much power do they actually have? So number one, we know that Satan and demons can possess and affect people's actual lives. Mark 9, 17 through 18 says, and someone from the crowd answered him, teacher, I brought my son to you for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid, which kind of sounds like, you know, the exorcist. Right. Um, and then the guy continues. So I asked your disciples to cast him out. And they weren't able to. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we talked about, like, at the patches above with with Mark chapter 9 with that. And so, like, this boy, his whole personal being was affected. Matthew 9, 32 through 33 says, As they were going away, behold, a demon-oppressed man who was mute was brought to him. And when the demons had been cast out, the mute man spoke. And the crowds marveled, saying, Never was anything like this seen in Israel. Acts 16, 16 through 18 says, As we were going, which uh, Luke was writing here, Mm-hmm. 
as we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul and us crying out, these men are servants of the most high God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. And Paul got ticked. <laughs> That's the Mark translation. Actually, Mark yeah. translation would use a different word. But he was greatly annoyed. In other words, he was ticked off, flipped around, and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out of her that very hour. Mark 5, 1 through 17. I'm not going to go to the whole passage, but it's about the same with uh, this this guy who was demon-possessed and had all this super strength. And like people went down, and they beat him up and sent him home naked, beat him up, sent him home naked. like He was just a crazy dude. So he had super strength, couldn't control his own selves. And then all of a sudden, they saw the man sitting and eating, and he looked like a normal dude. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16, all the way through 19, we see that King Saul was so troubled by an evil spirit. David had to complain the Homeboy David had to play some sick guitar solos with that distortion pedal turned down and calm him down. That's the Mark translation. It was a liar. It's a liar. A liar. A harp. It was a liar. No, a harp's different. It was a liar. Liars do you shape. Oh, my bad. My best. Like but he played pretty music to, 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 like to make the unclean spirit went away because it completely changed the countenance and right. the mindset and the personality of the right. uh, of King Saul. And so right here with these passages, we can see that Satan and demons can actually mess with people and screw with people and change their actual lives. So that's just a fact. Uh, another thing we can know is that Satan cannot indwell a fellow or a, a fellow. It cannot indwell a follower of Jesus. If right. you're a follower of Jesus, you cannot be indwelt by Satan. And, and there's some reason that goes into that. In 2 Corinthians 1 it says, and he who has put a seal on us and given us spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. So if Satan is, or if the Holy Spirit is inside of us and in our hearts as a guarantee, there ain't no room for, no no room for Satan. And then this is a really fun, fun passage of scripture with Matthew 9. It says, when the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest, but finds none. And then it says, I'll return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house empty, swept, and all put into other in, into order. Then it goes and brings with the backs of an other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and dwell there. And the, the last state of that person is worse than the first. So also will be with this evil generation. Um, Actually, I don't know why I brought that in because it says it cleaned it up and then seven yeah, more came and right, just did there. Right. So I actually don't remember why I brought that one up. That's a little awkward because that just says it can indwell the person after it was all cleaned up and put into order. Yeah. But um, yeah, you, 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 I'm going to look it up. You look it up because I'm like, I don't know why I brought that. That seems kind of weird. But the fact of, you know, the fact of if the Holy Spirit lives within us and we are part of God's elect and part of God's church, you know, Satan can't even touch us. Uh, what, what did you find it? Uh, verse 32, uh, just as they were yeah, going, that's what out, I was bring a up. demon yep. possessed man who was unable to speak was brought to him when the demon had been driven out. The man who had been mute spoke and the crowds were amazing. Nothing like this has been done in Israel, but the Pharisee said he drives out demons by the ruler of the demons. Jesus continued going around to all the towns and villages, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the good news. So this is even the same thing that. Yeah, to be honest with you, boss, what, I don't know why I showed up in that. What one. I'm seeing, right, is that uh, the Pharisees accused him. Of, he drives out demons by being the ruler of the demons. <clears throat> he drives out demons by being the ruler of the demons. Um, See, this is the fun part in our conversation where we have to like actually go to the Bible and be like, okay, so what is pause, it actually says? Pause. <laughs> we we try to do our best to be prepared, but sometimes you know. Sometimes things, Mark shows things, up. Okay. Matthew 12. Happen. Go to Matthew 12. Things happen. All right, so let's time. go to Matthew 12. If you got your Bibles, guys, go to Matthew 12. Matthew we're taking a pause. 12. 
Got our Bible. Pause. It's okay. We like this. I feel awkward because people who are driving are like, the, what are you guys yeah, doing over there? going to talk or what the heck? 43 through 45. Young, clean, a house divided. Uh, <laughs> so let's go. Signs of Jonah. Tree and its fruits. Either the tree, uh, e- either make the tree good and its fruits will be good or make the tree bad and its fruits will be bad. For the tree is known by its fruit, brutal vipers. How can you speak good things when they, uh, when you are evil? For the mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. A good person produces good things from his storm of good. An evil person produces evil. This is the best part of this podcast right here. All I'm, right, I'm so I, I, I got a commentary here pulled up. So commentary on Luke 11, 24 through 26, which I don't think we need that. There are certain passages that make you scratch your head, even if you read them before. Luke 11, 24 through 26 is one of them. Here's how Joel Green, the author of Luke, volume in the New Testament commentary, treats verses 23 through 26. We include his comments and footnotes. So Luke 11, 24 through 26 says this. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless place seeking rest and finding none. It says, I'll return from the house which I came. And then when it goes, it finds the house swept and put in order. And then the passage continues on. Mm -hmm. It says, it is not enough for Jesus merely to deflect the misinterpretation of his ministry as diabolic in origin, nor even to assert and explain the true significance of his practices of exorcism, because his ministry is the focal point of the eschatological clash between God's salvific why do you gotta use some big words? Um, I lost it. Uh, Salvigate project and Satan's opposition. It is imperative, even urgent that people align themselves for battle. Um, it continues on. Uh, Jesus read from for this. Why does the rehearse in Jesus? Develops? I don't know, bro. Why you pulled that that Matthew passage in? I, I can't find the reasoning behind it, other than it shows maybe you meant to put it up top. Yeah, I, I, I'm that's what like, I'm guessing. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. But anyways, yes. Yeah, a lot of you were more so talking to... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So, well, you got way, to, I'll figure we'll, that one out. We'll, we'll talk just, about that. On the, we'll plug that in the Facebook group. We'll just throw that of uh, 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 a person can't serve two masters. There you go. There, master is a ruler of your life. Because so. I know there's a lot of fear around, okay, so even though I'm a follower of Jesus, can like demons still mess with me and can they still make me sin and can you be demon-possessed if you're a follower of Jesus? And, you know, if, if the Holy Spirit has indwelt himself in you and right. he's made you new and you're now a temple of the Holy Spirit, sure. how on earth can you be a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and also have room for Satan in there as well? Sure. It just, it, it, it's, not, it's not logical. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, so let's continue on though because that was a really embarrassing five minutes. It so shouldn't we have been. Apologize. It, it was great i think it was it was phenomenal uh, so it, was it, re- said, it was real it was real Talk. it was real. see we don't even know all see things. look at that uh, but we also do know that satan and his demons want to destroy christians because in first right. peter 5 8 it says your adversary the devil is roaring like a or is his like a roaring lion seeking to devour anyone that he can so your adversary which the word satan is means avatar so it means adversary so it really could say satan is a roaring lion seeking who he can devour um, and then we also know that Satan tries to blind the eyes of people so they cannot see the truth of the gospel. And the Apostle Paul brings us up in 2 Corinthians 4, 4. It says, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Very nice. So when you... You, you did good. Uh, I did you okay. Did, no, you did fine. I got a C on that I, last part. No, I think I'm going to go ahead and just bump you to an A+. 
plus. Oh, thank you. So, you know, when you see all these different texts, you see who Satan was. He was a created being that fell from heaven, took some demons with him, and demons are his little minions, And but there's some that are still locked up for forever. Do they go they, like, banana? One's name's Kevin. One of, one of the demons' <laughs> name is Kevin. You know? But there's so many conversations around, okay, so how does demon possess? Because, like, we can say, oh, we see all that, what the Bible says, but how do we deal with, like, demon possession? How do we deal with the fact society's so engrossed in him? How do we deal with the fact, like, for example, one question that I typed up is if God is all sovereign and powerful and he's the one who actually opens the eyes of the blind, how is Satan able to blind the eyes of people to not see Jesus if God is sovereign and powerful? Ooh, I like this question. Can I go? Yeah, go for it. This is a conversation time, boss. All right. So if God is sovereign and powerful, how is Satan able to blind the eyes of people to not see Jesus? I think our answer, I'm going to speculate, but I'm going to tie it with something that happened in scripture. Okay. Okay. Two things happen, right? At two different times. There's a story in the Old Testament, and I, I kind of see a, a parallel reasoning in the New Testament. Okay. In the Old Testament, right? When did God harden Pharaoh's heart? He didn't do it at the beginning, right? He didn't do it at the beginning. Did he do uh, it all in the beginning? I don't. He didn't harden Pharaoh's heart at the beginning of the plagues. No, he he hardened his heart to say no. And I thought that's why he, they sent the plagues. Is that God hardened no, Pharaoh's no, heart? No, no, no. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Look, real talk right here, right? I'm going to put, when did God harden Pharaoh's heart? You got it? You yep. Got, all right, what's it, what's it say? Exodus 7, 3, 4, 4 says, But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. So then I will lay Moses? my hand in Egypt, and with mighty acts of judgment, I will bring you out. So, so that's that was Exodus before, 7. Was, was that before Moses went to Exodus, though, or to Egypt? Before he went to Exodus? Yeah, before he went to Exodus, right. Well, it was before he went to Exodus. <laughs> that was before, no, no, that was before the first plague, because then the plagues happened. Okay, but was it before he went to Pharaoh the first time? To just let my people go? No, he hardened his heart, and then all the, 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 all pl- the right, plagues but, showed But up. he had already gone, Pharaoh had already said no, right? Before that, God said that to Moses? One time. Um, I'm looking it up right now. See, this is what happens when you watch the Prince of Egypt. You don't really know. You don't remember. <laughs> I don't think so. No? I don't think okay. he's been to Pharaoh yet. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, because he says, um, on the day, this is before chapter 7. It says, uh, chapter 6, verse 28. On the day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, the Lord said to Moses, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say to you. But Moses said to the Lord, behold, I am of uncircumcised lip. How will Pharaoh listen to me? Okay. And then it continues on. Sure. Okay. I got you now. All right. So I'm going to change my thought up a little bit then. Okay. So uh, it, it doesn't really have a whole lot of bearing. But uh, so you go back to, to Pharaoh was already uh, predestined to say no then, right? Predetermined because God hardened his heart. Mm-hmm. Right? So is he predetermined that Pharaoh to say no because he said to Moses prior to Moses even going to Egypt that he was going to say he was going to say no and that God even with the miraculous signs and wonders right that's what you just read mm-hmm. so even though all that he was still going to say no and God was going to bring him to his knees so God is sovereign and God chose that that's the way that that was going to go so how is Satan able to blind the eyes of the people to not see Jesus I would say because God allows it not not that it's not free a free choice on top of it, right? Because I look at the Pharisees, and from what we see on the outside, they're making a free choice of denying Christ as a Savior and and putting him on trial and, and having him killed, right? Mm-hmm. So their eyes are blind to Jesus, but they're choosing it 
but they're only choosing it because God's allowing them to make that choice, right? He gives them that, that environment to make that choice. He gives that the opportunity, right? The circumstances are right because all the circumstances that happened in their lives from the time of birth to the time where they rejected Jesus or the time of Pharaoh's birth to the time where he said no to God, even though it was predetermined for him to harden his heart, things happened in their life that God could have said no to, but he didn't. He allowed so he allowed the environment to be there for the free will choice, but knew the outcome of the free will choice based upon him knowing them mm-hmm. from their mother's womb mm-hmm. and how he created them and knowing the circumstances that surrounded their lives. My answer is, I don't know. That's I said, I said it's speculative, but that, follow right, me. Yeah. I said, I'm going to pull from the scriptures, but it's speculative. Because that's too. the thing. It's like you got the apostle Paul who's writing about this and he's saying right here, the guy this age has blinded the mind of unbelievers. And then there is like, you know, the, the man who was born blind and then Jesus God's made him purpose, see. Right? And then the apostles said, okay, so who made who him sent? blind? Was his right. sin or his parents? Sin? And right. Jesus said, neither one, but it's so that right. the, the man of God may be glorified. Right. And then he goes in this conversation of, you know, he made the blind man see, and then he can make you spiritually see. Like that's how right. kind of Jesus did the miracle, the teaching miracle, the teaching. So that's that's the, the, the sovereignty of God, right? The all right. power sovereignty of God. God can allow or not allow certain situations and certain things to happen. He can predetermine mm-hmm. things are going to transpire because he made us. He knows us. He created us. He knows how we function. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows what the environment's going to do and he knows where it's going to end up. So and here's another question then to follow up. Cause if he knows everything, he's all powerful sovereign. The next kind of question that goes in, which I, this is why I typed it out too, is why would a, you know, ton of angels follow Satan? Cause to, to be honest, it, it makes sense. If, a, if, one of the angelic beings was like, nah, screw this. I can do this too, sure, boss. Sure. But why would a bunch of angels be like, yeah, we can go with him? Well, we see, you know? we see obviously, right, there is that though the angels are not like us, they have a similar free will choice or else they would have never have chosen to go with Satan, right? Mm-hmm. Satan would have never chose to be prideful and go against God. So there's some some point of free will and you know we you and i've had this discussion for years now of mm-hmm. what is free will and, 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 work, and we, right. go, we go back to the sovereignty of god and i say well the sovereignty of god is it's predestined and what god says though goes we have nothing to do with it and again i've just kind of laid it out in a very yeah, simplistic and, and, form and, and, of where i'm going with philosophical so, thought there's there's predeterminism there's but there's there's a free will right and, and when we think of free will i think we've always thought about free will this is just my opinion fuller opinion time right okay so we've always thought about free will in the sense of how we view free will. Mm-hmm. But if we view it as a so- through the eyes of a sovereign God, right? And I'm not saying we are God and we know how exactly how God works, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not making that claim. But I'm saying if, I, if you look through the eyes of a sovereign God, that means he's all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, like everything, right? Right. And he creates something, and he knows his creation, and he allows situations, Right to happen and choices to be made knowing that that person in those situations is good because he knows them. He knows what they're going to choose probably. Well, not probably. He does know what they're going to choose, but he allows the situation to happen. And so we choose these things along the path. He, he, he allows the environment to happen for us to end up where we end up. And that's where and you, you know, and I that's go just, back to that's just the, me. Uh, that, that's a fuller thought. That's where I think when I think sovereign God. Yeah, and that's that plays into the same illustration that C.S. Lewis used in his book The Great Divorce, where at the very end of this guy's dream, he saw the chessboard mm. and all these chess pieces being moved in certain ways. And and I, I again, this is where my brain starts to go like, because if a guy, if if God was always there, no one created God. At what right. point did God create everything? And how can you exist 
for all of eternity and just be it, but then also then create things. And then how do those created things do certain things? I think it does show the fact of, you know, even though Satan and his angels saw God and saw Jesus and they knew the truth, they still said no. Right. Well, and, and they have even now, right? You know, we know the outcome of, of the this earth, right? Right. We know the outcome of what's going to happen, Satan and and his followers, and we're going to be in the room when we, it happens. We know that, right? Uh huh. I'm sure Satan knows it. Well, he does. Like I was always and taught, yet, he's still unrepented, right? And I think that that this is where it comes into the unforgivable sin, right? Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you know the truth. You deny Christ, and you have you've denied him to such a way that you would never come to repentance. Mm-hmm. That's why it's unforgivable because you never come to the the aspect of repentance, and that's where Satan's at. Though he knows the outcome, he still will never come to the aspect of repentance. Because if he did, I believe God would forgive him. But that's not his nature. It's not going to be his nature. It's not the way God created his nature. Because mm-hmm. again, God created him. Even though he he allowed an and environment. And think about it. And think about it. So if, if Satan becomes the enemy of God, right? right? And if that's what it is, and mankind is the crown jewel of the created order. Right. Not men versus women. Like, like no. mankind. Mankind, is yes. The create, is the crown of the created order. Sure. How much would image Satan bearers. and his, were the image bearers of Christ. Right. The angels are not. How much would Satan and his demons Detest. hate? Detest. Hate, yes. hate us. Yes, and come after us oh, and make us fall, which makes definitely. me, which goes into different questions. And we're not going to answer them today. I think some of these will be kind of fun for other conversations sure. about like, you know, I threw some fun questions and they're like, um, why do many people blame or, or do many people blame Satan and his demons for life setbacks when reality is their own dumb decisions? That yes. led them there. There's a lot of those. There's that. a lot of that. Um, there's another question where it's like, does Satan actually tempt us or do we just tempt ourselves? Well, what's temptation, you know? right? Temptation in James 1 is the fact of it's our own desires which entice and drag well, us away. Well, here's the thing, right? So you have that, but temptation, is temptation a sin? No. Because Jesus was tempted in every way right. he, a man and, could and he, be tempted. And he proved faithful. And he proved faithful. So temptation in itself is not a sin. Right. It's the so acting upon the temptation. Can Satan tempt us? I believe he can if God allows it. By using our desires, right, right. Because so obviously, I'm not going to be tempted with certain things. Well, if that I got, you a, might be. If I've you know? got, if I've got a heart of, man, if I ever had the opportunity, I'd cheat on my wife. I don't recommend that. I, no, <laughs> sorry, sorry, too close to the heart. I don't I recommend. I should have used a different example, but too. Anyways, but it's a strong example. But uh, I believe that Satan would do his darndest to know if that's what's going to cause me to fart, fall to figure Calls out a way. Sorry, I sound like you just fart. fart. Well, that too. It causes me Wa- to fart. Walking tacos can do that to you too, boss. <laughs> Anyways, so I believe that because Satan hates us so much, he would do anything he's he could. He's a roaring lion if, seeking who he If he has any with. influence over somebody, he's going to try to, with God's permission, allow that influence to. And so and like some think, people might struggle with alcoholism sure. or different, you know, different exterior elements. There could be mental health issues. There right. could be so many different ways. Well, and this is where it's like people go, well, does God indirectly tempt us though? Because then, because he allows Satan to tempt us in certain aspects. I mean, you, I, you see in Job where it says, have you considered my servant Job? Well, so, so he didn't tempt Job. He didn't tempt Job. But, he just, but so here's the thing, right? We, we go into that. Then we go, then we got to be careful with that thought because that thought can also lead into, well, then does God indirectly cause us to sin? Mm-hmm. 
But he can't because I'm not agreeing. I'm not agreeing. I'm just I'm uh, yeah. But he can't because it's not in his character. It's impossible, right? Right. He is the exact everything opposite of sin. Matter of fact, what is sin? Sin is direct disobedience to God. That is sin. Okay, so so to start wrapping up the conversation, I'm going to skip some of the questions that I've written no, down here because I'm just I think into it. what some of the big people, not the, the big people, the big question that people that are asking. Joke? No, my bad, boss. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people are asking. Okay, Marco Floyd, we talked all about this thing, but sure. here's the question people want to know: Right? Is can people still be demon possessed? Are exorcisms real? How much power does Satan actually have mm. since Jesus rose again from the grave? And then one that's been coming really popular lately is there's he's he's a really crazy preacher. I don't recommend following him, but he just recently said that he doesn't believe that autism is a real thing. He doesn't believe that mental health is a real he thing. He believes it's demon. He believes it's demon possessions of oh, things. Man. So I think those are the big questions that if we don't answer those in this episode we're going to fall short of of trying trying to make this episode good so the big question i think let's first start with this one is the simple 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 fact of how much power does satan actually have since jesus rose again died and rose again because the demons didn't see jesus coming sure so satan has never had any power but it does say he's the prince of the power of the air It, it does but where does that power come from who allows him to have anything technically god allows him. so who has the power God? Yeah. God has the power. Satan has no power. Which means does, does God for control what? Satan? You know? Like then that's no. why is God evil, and then you need no. yin and a yang. No. You know? No, because listen, God, just like he created the environment for free will for us, right? he created the environment for free will for Satan. Mm-hmm. But Satan is different than us. Correct. Satan still, as we see in Job, has to go and ask permission to do anything. And God has to say yay or nay. So what's the purpose of if God's or if God if Satan's messing with you? What's the purpose of it, right? If Satan's messing with the Christian, we kind of know the purpose. He's trying to get us to stumble so because he's the great accuser, mm-hmm. right? And God's going, my faithful servant, Mark. Yeah, he could take it. No, he can't. <laughs> he's like, no, no he can't. please, sir. No, he can't. Please, sir, can I have some porch? <laughs> but I, but that's where like some of my struggle so, comes is how much power. Because some people so, believe that at the resurrection, Satan was defeated. A, he was cast out. We're in the millennium now. So, like, you know what but, I mean? But we see the powers, the, the difference in power, right? So demon possession in the New Testament. We just read through those scriptures, right? Yep. Somebody, somebody was... Satan or his followers or whoever had had some type of power over person to where they possessed. Like there was even that one guy that they're like, oh no, we're we're not one, but we're many. Their name is their yeah, name Legion. Legion. Legion, right? Many, right? Legion, a whole legion. If you know, like Legion is like ten thousand, right? right? So, so it's like, like thousands but, of. But of Town demons. of Angels was all up in that one person business. Yeah. So, but who had the power? They they had overtaken this body, and they were doing whatever they wanted with these bodies. And Christ comes, and in the one scripture, he just says, "What was that, uh, Mark?" Or Luke, he just says go. <laughs> he just like go. <laughs> he didn't even say anything but go. Uh, Matthew eight thirty two. He said go, and they left. They fleed into the swine. Like that's crazy, right there, right? So who's got the power? The demons, though they wanted to c- continue to torment that person, that man, still had to obey God mm-hmm. at a single word. This is why when the apostle Paul said. In the name of Jesus Christ, be gone. He was gone. He had to flee because God has more power than Satan will ever have because Satan only has the power that God allows. So do we see demon possession still in today's world then? Um, Because it seems like 
everybody and their mom, I mean, that's kind of a I, joke for this, but like in the New Testament, they're like, it seems like every time you turn around, Jesus is like, be gone, be gone, I be do, gone, be I, gone. I'll tell you gone. this, right? You know? I, I see in the New Testament that there was, there was demon possession, and I have not seen any indicators to say that that has gone away. Mm-hmm. Because even after Christ rose, right, there was still a demon possession. We see that with I Paul. mean, shoot, and that's why I don't watch movies like with voodoo in it because right. I believe voodoo calls upon a lot of sa- like well, satanic spirits. I think I think practicing Satanism, pra- practicing all that stuff, I think c- could open the door for it. Right? Mm-hmm. What's that old saying? Don't give the devil a foothold. You know, it's it's really true. Be careful what you watch because it may not cause possession, but it definitely gives satan a foothold to mess with you a little bit right right and you see satan loves to distract or like distort like did god really say that and and, you know there's a lot of argumentation to be had around like all these other different religions where the fact of did are these other religions so close to the truth because the closer you are to the truth the harder it is to see the difference like is that something to be said about what satan has done with with his time with nice. doing different things. But I also have a lot of missionary books about down in like sure. more, more spiritual countries, sure. like, you know, like uh, the rainforest right. or down in like Haiti oh, I've, or I've over heard in all, Africa. All sorts of stories. There's a lot of witch. I mean, dude, Bob Goff even has some crazy witch yeah, doctor stories. Right. And so you see a lot with that, but do we see it as much in America anymore? Um, you know, my argument, I, my, 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 my phrase was always: Does Satan need to possess? Does Satan need to possess us to get his dump, or does he just need to distract Americans? I I think you know? that there are possessions, the demon possessions done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I've never personally seen them. Right? Personally, I have never seen somebody who was possessed. And I pray, Jesus, please let don't let me because I'll freak out. Right? I've heard stories from other people. I'm just very rare. You know what? That. You know me, bro. I'm honest. And that, that stuff is not for Chris. <laughs> it's not for Fuller. Like, yeah, Fuller ain't no way. I don't want to know it. It makes me nervous even doing this podcast today. So Fuller does not like this topic. Fuller does not like to dwell on this topic anymore because of crap that's happened with me. Mm-hmm. So do I believe it can happen? Yes. And, and this goes in that follow-up question. Are exorcisms real? I believe they can be. But. Not an exorcism like the exorcism of Emily Rose, like you would see it. I don't right. Think so, it works so why is way. Hollywood so fast? And I think that's the biggest thing. The the question that I think I want to end on today is just why is society and culture so in like they're so infatuated with Satan and demonic activity and well, the, the, the struggle between the good and the evil and Satan's like personified as the evil. You I know? think Satan wants to highlight his work and make everybody afraid of him because fear is not of God. Fear of the Lord is from God. But fear in itself is not from God. It's from the accuser. But and people what seem he does to enjoy it more he than distorts, be of it, though. <laughs> You'd be surprised. There's quite a few people that I, I know that are don't want nothing to do with it, bro. Uh, now, there are people that thoroughly enjoy horror flicks and haunted you know, flicks and weird exorcism movies and all that stuff. And uh, to those people, I would say, be careful. Uh, I do believe that. That, that can still happen, I believe. I, I don't see anywhere in Scripture where that has ceased. Um, it, I believe that God can still use it for his glory, right, just as he did with Christ and just as he did with Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that uh, those who are um, meant to use that to glorify God will come across those types of people. That's where I'm at with it. I like and it. I think Hollywood is so prominent on it because it's the accuser putting the spotlight on himself and giving misinformation, making himself look scarier or bigger or stronger than he actually is. And it sells. Like, for right. some reason, it just sells. And I think there's something 
that shows that humans strive to understand what we can't see. We like to speculate. We like don't to we? speculate and look into the spiritual world. And and is, so, is speculation always good? I don't think so. Sometimes it's a waste of time. Well, sometimes you know? it leads you down a rabbit hole and you start believing lies because you've convinced yourself that it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And what the, what's the truth about Satan and his demons right now? And, right. and if you want to talk, if, I mean, we don't need to go in conversation right now about like, okay, so then why do we do haunted houses and movies? We did that last year for Halloween. So go back and listen to that episode. But, you know, the, we have to stick to the truth of the matter. I don't do them. Nope, I don't either. Nope, I don't want to be paid to be scared. Um, scared? I just I need to walk it. I just need to walk through a downtown in the middle of the night. That'd be all right. Right. Like, yeah. Walk through Chicago in the middle of the night on the south side. Nope. Uh, nope. Mm-mm. But so, but when we see angels and his demons, the fact of the matter is the fact of Satan was created. The angels were created. They were cast out of heaven and they go against everything God stands for. And they, it, Satan is like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. And I'm going to read this passage from Ephesians 6, 13 or 12 through 13 in the King Jimmy translation. Cause Do it. that's, 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 that's KJV. I bro. love King Jimmy with this passage. And then I'm end with a quote and then I'm done. All right. I'm good that? with that. I, you right. know, I've said my piece. You go for it. All right. So I think, Christians, we need to be aware that there is a spiritual warfare going on. Sure. Like we have to understand that there is something out there that we cannot see that honestly, there could be a warfare is happening all around us in the spiritual realm with angels and demons that we just don't even see. We I just already don't know the know. passage you're going to read. And now, so, bro. cause in, in Ephesians six, 12 through 13, it says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. So the fact of the matter is there is a war going on. We need to be prepared for it. We right. can't just, you know, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like put on our shutters and just walk through the world and be like, nope, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Like, no, crap is actually yeah. happening. You there can't just be a pew warmer. No, I do think some people over spiritualize everything where it's sure. like like we, we like to demonize certain things and well, you yeah. know flex on like you Dang know it, flex I st- on Satan. I, I stubbed my this. toe. It was all Satan that made me stub my toe. But likewise we can do that the other way too. Oh man, I found a hundred dollars. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. Like we can we can <laughs> over spiritualize a lot of different right. things, but I do think we need to understand and remember that there is a war going on it's right. a war for the souls of men it's the it's the the war of the war of the millennium and you know some and i will say this how people understand satan and his work kind of also goes back to how we view the tribulation millennium as well so like if if you don't believe there is a millennium right like we're already living in it satan's already been defeated right it's kind of just like he's been defeated kind of like when like a like I, I think of when Nazi Germany was like losing, they knew they were losing they were going to lose but they were like still trying to fight just till the end until sure. it was over a lot of people think that's just how Satan's working right now. Or the fact of it's a constant warfare. The church is growing post-millennial to the fact that we're all like the world would be Christian enough for Jesus to come back and dominate. Or the sure. fact of, you know, pre-mill, which is more the simple fact of the world's getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until one day Jesus comes back and then wipes the flow with everybody. Takes back the, what, what what's that, uh, uh, holds back or the. Holds back the wrath of God, you mean? Like, no, uh, what is it? I'll find it later. It's something that the um, premillennialism it says the 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 one who holds back the evil is like taken away or something like that, and that's when 
like the world comes crashing. Oh yeah, so so some what, of it, whatever it's called, some I've, of it I'm, at the, I really butchered it. But at that's the what end it is. of the day, how you understand how the end of the world is going to happen kind of goes into the type of power that Satan has. But we know the fact of Jesus defeated death, and that says the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will also raise us as well. Right. Um, and so we also know the fact of we know how it's going to end, and we know how it's going to end. That's why we got the end of the story. We know that Jesus is on his throne, and he will come back and rule all things. And to, to, to finish the conversation, this again comes from GuyQuestions.org under the, 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 the article, Does Satan Exist? It says this, Much in, misinformation about Satan comes from Hollywood and other flawed sources. It's imperative that we go to the Bible for the truth on this and other matters. The Bible plainly tells us that Satan does exist, and it cues us into how he operates. We have no reason to be intimidated by Satan, though, as his power is infinitely inferior to God's, but the Bible teaches us not to be naive in our spiritual battle. The key is to submit to God and resist the devil, knowing that Christ has defeated him for good at the cross, and Satan's end, eternal judgment, is assured. And Boom. we're just waiting for it, baby. Boom, mic drop. Anything else before we end this episode, my dude? No, my All good right, sir. All right, let's do it. Time for Fun Facts with Philly. <laughs> and people might be hearing a lot of, like, mic wax because my thing keeps, like, well, that, falling. And, and I keep moving mine keep away, and right. I'm like... And I keep clearing my throat. But man, I that was that, I haven't had an episode where I've talked most of the time. We've just been hanging I out. I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. Well, hopefully it was good for the people too. It, it wasn't like that, you know, hooky and spooky and all those different types of things. It was in the beginning, bro. It was a little it, bit in the beginning. I, I, I had the heebie-jeebies. But you know what? It's Halloween. It's fall season. We talked about some pretty heavy, potentially scary things. Do you have a fun fact to lighten the mood a little bit to send us on our merry way, I my dude? A very fun fact, sir. Did you know that black? Apples exist. Bruh, no, you're muted. Uh-uh. Nope. No black, snow white here, bro. Black no apples snow exist. white here. Poisonous apples are real. Well, not poisonous, so but black. We tend, black to apples. Think, we tend to think apples are are as being red. Red or green, like some Granny Smiths. Though there yep. are, of course, some popular green Yo, and yellow varieties, granny right? Granny Smiths with some peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, mm. brother. Mm. Mm. Get that little text. Yes, sir. Uh, but did you know that there are also black apples called black diamond apples? I did not. They are found in Tibet and are from the Hua Nua family of apples also known as chinese red delicious ah, so they don't taste good aside from the black outer <laughs> color here's the cool thing right okay actually an extremely dark shade of purple these apples just look like other red delicious apples down to the white flesh inside so they're just like super Whoa. deep purple but they look black that's wild it's pretty it's, i wonder if it's like a pull the, i've never seen the, we're gonna google the after pictures, the show's done oh dude bro i got it here right here man it's you got it pulled up well, I will here in a second. Well, while you pull it up, I want to remind the lovely folks that you can get connected with us in so many different ways. Over at Instagram, Facebook, we have the Facebook community over there, YouTube. Holy snap, that is a black apple. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool, man? Yo. Anyways, so. That is terrifying. It, that's why I was like, oh, it's a good Halloween fun that's fact. That's a great Halloween fun fact. But get connected with us over on the social media channels. You can send us messages, DMs, or if you want to get any conversations going, head, uh, going, Head over to the Facebook group where you can start conversations, comment on other people's questions, and honestly, just find a community to continue growing the conversation. And uh, if you haven't already, go on over to YouTube. You do. That, that, that cool little red box button. Yep. And uh, hit the subscribe button and the little bell notification. Ding. And uh, yeah, come check us out. Hang out. See us. 
our lips should be pretty well synced I now. I sure think it helps. So. Did we, you see that someone just put a comment on I Facebook did. where it says they uh, are starting to go to YouTube to see if the voices match the faces of who they think the voice are? Because for some reason, they think Somebody, my voice is you and your voice is me. And I, that makes no sense no, to me No, what was all. it? Somebody said that you your voice reminded them of Weird Al. And, no, and, what? Yes, I forget who it was. It was in a text. Uh, I didn't say, so pull it up. I will say this. Lately, you've been on top of the ball because working, trying to get a new house settle has been absolutely exhausting, man. But you can send us text messages at 574-500-5352. Yes, sir. Tell us what your name is. So we know where Ooh, who, who yes. we are talking to. But just like always, guys, leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts and let us know so we can get a Can't mini swag it. bag in the mail to you. Leave a rate on Spotify because we've officially crossed over 500 reviews on Spotify because the more ratings and reviews you leave for us, the more likely we are to get into the ears of other listeners. But before we go, I'm going to give the listeners one challenge. All one right. challenge. All right, let's hear it. Think of someone in your life who you know would enjoy these types of conversations, and I want you to text that one person or message that one person an episode of RTC that you your, think they would enjoy. Your your favorite episode. Your favorite, not our favorite, but your, your favorite, favorite episode. episode. And just let them be encouraged by all things RTC. That's all I got, boss. Oh, shoot. The music just ended. Should we let people go now, or should we just keep talking? Well, let's just... Yeah, this is awkward now. It is very awkward. Should we, we should, just say bye now? We should just say bye. Okay. Well, until next time, guys. Take it easy.